0: Today FM's Weekend Breakfast with Alison Curtis. It is that time of the year we start dreaming, forward planning, and we start thinking about trips for 2022. Uh, But what is realistic, and what are some top tips and some serious bucket-worthy experiences to look forward to? Irish Independent Travel Editor Paulo Canela joins me on the phone line now to talk us through, and to give us hope, Paul, to give us hope.
1: (laughs) I'm hoping I can give you a little bit of hope but obviously none of us know what's coming around the corner and if these last two years have taught us anything it's that we have to be careful when you're crystal ball gazing but I am coming to you with a kind of a greater sense of optimism than I would have if we were speaking a year ago. Where, Where a year ago very, very few people were vaccinated. Mm -hmm. Our borders were closed. We were looking into those spent the whole spring in a kind of a lockdown. But now this year, obviously we've had great success with vaccinations. Travel held up. It didn't shut down over Christmas despite the extra testing. So I kind of take hope from that. It's very quiet right now. Airlines have cut back their schedules in January, but there's a wide sense in the industry that there's this kind of pent-up urge to travel savings, and the industry is is preparing for if and when Omicron kind of tails off. And please, God, let that be soon, that people will be out the gate quicker than they were before so. and
0: traveling more and making it easier again i have to say paul like i have a, you know my sister has come and gone twice now in the last two years uh, to canada and i have close uh, cousins of mine that live in holland and they've come and gone many times uh, right. between canada and holland and they do say they feel safe with air travel and they feel like you know there's obviously extra precautions in the airports but overall they felt it was okay
1: Yeah, so there's a bit of kind of getting back to match fitness and and getting used to the new normal with travel. Like you used to just go with your passport and Mm -hmm. your ticket, but you need to have the COVID cert lined up now and you need to fill out the personal locator form for the place you're going to and the place you're coming home. Well, If you are traveling in the coming months, the main thing to to bear in mind is you need to just check the specific entry requirement for the destination you're going to. So, you know, uh, they are largely similar in Europe, but there's some extra little bits and pieces like Portugal still requires everyone to have an exit test before they go. That's mm-hmm. just one example. You can check all that on the reopen.europa.eu website, and then have a quick look at what are the are there restrictions on the ground that you might want to be aware of. Um, yes, for yeah. example, in New York kids over the age of five may need uh, vaccination in order to eat indoors so that's not the kind of thing you want to find out if you once Mm -hmm. you're getting off the plane you know so but i think once people get their head around that and if you have traveled i was nervous getting back on the plane um uh for the first time less so the second time you kind of Get your head around the new systems. And at the moment, I think just because Omicron is so transmissible, people are reluctant to travel because they're afraid they might get, you know, be a close contact or get the sniffles a day or two before or even worse while they're out yeah. travelling but I think once we get past that, that's why I mean I feel like we're in a better place. Definitely um,
0: and even in you know the, the article that was published last weekend, you know, you, you break it down to things to look at, you know, look forward yeah. to each month and in the first few months, like you've listed even this month Kilkenny Restaurant Week at 28th till 30th and then the Game of Thrones tour is set to reopen on February 4th so that sounds like that's good but you've also listed Valentine's Day in Paris, <laughs> like is this, or a to Malta at the end of February, Are these two things that you think we could we can do, we can achieve. Yeah,
1: good, good question. Um, and I, well, you mentioned Kilkenny Restaurant Week now, and since that article has gone to press, they've pushed that back to February eighteenth okay. to 27th So that's kind of an indication of. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if you'll be able to get out the door in. You know, it all kind of depends on your individual comfort levels. I called a couple of travel agents and tour operators on Friday, and they told me that there's a strong late market at the moment, and what that means is that people who can go at the drop of a hat are are booking to go last minute, but most people aren't. Most people are waiting to see what happens, and there's a sense that in February, March, people will start looking at booking later. But yes, at the moment if you can travel, if you've let's say you've had COVID or let's say you don't have kids in school or you're you're boosted and you're happy to go, February and March are going to be great months for deals. If I look at Reiner or look at Erlingus, the prices of flights to City breaks in Europe are can be as low as nine ninety nine each wow. way at the moment. Um, if, particularly if you could go midweek. So whether or not you could make Valentine's Day in Paris, that's the weekend is the 11th to the 13th on Valentine's Day. Then it's the Monday. That's when Ireland are supposed to be playing their Six Nations clash, incidentally. So there's an edit and edit go. There's no reason to say you couldn't. Yeah. But you know, sitting here, uh, that's a month away. You know, how, it all comes down to your individual comfort level. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I mentioned Malta as well, but let me tell you, the places that people are getting queries for are the tried and tested places we know, the Canary Islands, Spain, Portugal, uh, places like Lanzarote, airports like Faro at the moment. I kind of feel like as we make our way back into travel, it might be the second half of the year before the long haul stuff. Comes back into play. Yeah. Yeah, and, and the... The, 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 the more exotic trips.
0: Now, Paul, something that you had included in that article that I was absolutely fascinated by is that County Tipperary, or Tipperary's been nominated as one of the world's best holiday destinations for 2022. Elaborate.
1: I love, I love this story. yeah, yeah Condé Nast Traveller, which is, you know, everyone will be familiar with that on the magazine rack. It's one of the best-known travel publications in the mm. world. And it came out, They, they all, all of these publications print their best-of lists towards mm. the end of the year. In the beginning of next year. And lo and behold, I was going through it. And uh, everything from, you know, Oslo, New Orleans, Egypt, Beijing... And then county Tipperary, <laughs> uh, in the middle of it, it said uh, the the article said basically readers co- or sorry visitors coming to Ireland pump the brakes in Tip, and it's it, it had the hit the obvious stuff like the Rock of Cashel and the history, but also mentioned the food. And anyone who's been to to Tip in recent years will know that they've really upped the food game there. There's great produce on the ground and a new hotel. This might excite your readers. There's a, uh, it, well, I shouldn't say new, but it's, it's really refurbished from the bottom up. It's the Cashel Palace Hotel in Cashel. It's going to be Ireland's newest five-star hotel, and that's wow. opening in March. So if you're looking for when we can get out and about and when you feel comfortable again, that might be one to, to treat yourself that to. That was exciting in- to read
0: that though, for sure. And then Paul, as you're saying like, you know, people, realistically most people obviously look for their holidays for July and August, so th- yeah. that's, you know, even people in the health industry, people on the ground saying hopefully you know, are more confident about say March onwards. So you've listed things like, you know, for families and couples, loads of different breaks, but like um, you know, Greece, Rome, Madrid, you all you, all those were mentioned as Good you know considerations for travel in twenty twenty two.
1: yeah and I people are definitely interested in getting back to Italy Italy tends to make people go really kind of uh, they almost melt when they think about Italy. people yes. love Italy love it the food, the landscape the 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 walks, the culture, and I think it tends to be a little bit more expensive as a break, but I definitely think you're going to see people slip back there when they can and one other thing interestingly we're seeing is walking. Um, right. Maybe this is to our lockdown loops and and our our sense of comfort in the outdoors. Lots of interest in the Camino, in doing walking trips and cycling trips overseas. I Outdoor. think people, yeah, exactly. The combination of that, and in in Spain, then obviously you have got the great food and all, and, and the weather along the way. Um. So, yeah, I definitely think that's going to unfold. The first thing you'll see people go for is is like the package holiday in the place that they know, and I feel because there's less air seats... Um, and everybody like it could be July 2019 since you had your last summer holiday overseas certainly with my family but um, so I think that that is going to push prices up in Easter and summer unfortunately Um, it's just they're always we always see peak season prices in the school holidays but I especially feel we might be looking at that now
0: because people haven't been away in so long and Paul something else that's you know I was talking about actually with family in Canada and, and people who you know follow kind of the travel industry over there is the big trends for this year, and probably going forward for the next few years is slower, sustainable travel. And I suppose, like, what would that really mean?
1: Oh, is he there? Yeah, uh, I. Oh, nope. Paul. Paul, Paul, are you there? Oh, I did. Sorry, I couldn't <laughs> out for a second. You're like,
0: I hate that question.
1: <laughs> I'm just, yeah, you know, just doing an ultra slow answer there in <laughs> response. I love it psych- Yeah, I definitely think that fits in with the look the mindset of 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 what I think sustainability. This is kind of a combination of lockdown pandemic and the climate uh, crisis that yeah. has escalated over the last couple of years. Defo. And and that'll it won't manifest itself necessarily in kind of traditional neat ecotourism breaks, so they will grow. you will also see I think a return to more rail travel. I love People that taking- idea though. Yeah, I I do too. There's a certain romance to it, isn't there? Mm. And interestingly, in um, in Europe, we you tend to associate rail travel with luxury at one end and with interrailing at the other. But there's mo- there's been lots of interesting developments in the middle ground with kind of affordable sleeper trains. Right, uh, Austria's Nightjet is one example where you could kind of go from. Paris to Salzburg or Vienna from as little as 49 quid and the journey is 9 or 10 hours so you can sleep on it or you can take a daytime trip and, and I think that might, as well as when I was mentioning the cycling and the walking just there before I cut out that feeds into the same sustainability aspect too. I love that I- idea. I love it.
0: Paul, it's just, there's so much. And as always, I could talk to you forever about it all. And, you know, you do bring a lot of comfort to a lot of people and you always have such brilliant ideas. Something that just came in on text as well, I thought was really interesting. We traveled to Andalusia, I didn't say that properly, earlier this year. And the government will pay for your quarantine hotel if you get COVID while you're Mm. there, which is a real peace of mind. So I suppose like places, you know, around the world are going to have to start thinking about ways to entice people as well.
1: Yeah, that's a great point. I, two two things in response to that. First of all, wherever you go, make sure you have your own travel insurance. Yes. Um, it's the, insurers ran away from COVID at the start of the pandemic, but now they largely do cover it. But And your listeners right there, the Canaries offers a similar thing where they okay. give everybody who arrives and stays for between one and 30 nights free COVID insurance, which okay. up to... Um, I think it's five grand and 15 days in the hotel. The idea is if you catch it while you're out there and you need to extend your stay and rearrange your flights home, you don't have to worry about it. That's a huge Um, relief. That's a massive relief. It is, isn't it? Because that's one of the main worries. I still have people thinking, what if I get stuck? Exactly. You don't want to get stuck. And you don't want to be sick in an unfamiliar place. It's the worst thing.
0: Paul, i yeah. I think we are all more positive and more excited about travel this year. I'm certainly hoping I finally get back to Canada after three years. Well, 2019 oh, was the yeah. summer. So thank you so much for that. And <laughs> take You're care. Welcome. We'll have you on again. <laughs> Bye. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye.
1: Weekend breakfast
0: with Allison Curtis.
1: Playing the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today.